KBN Live is brought to you by Dugout Bait and Tackle. Dugout Bait and Tackle is the premier kayak fishing outfitter in Kayak Bass Nation. Go to dugoutfishing.com, get all the gear you need for your kayak fishing tournament season. Also presented by ProGuide Lithium. Go to ProGuideBatteries.com, find everything you need to power everything in and on your kayak. Kimmy and Live is also sponsored by Western Sun Vodka, made right there in Pilot Point, Texas. Go to westernsundistillery.com, use their bottle finder option to find a retailer near you. Yo, hey, right, hey. I, put a, I, put a, I put a countdown timer on the screen to help you out. You weren't even looking at it. Nah, I wasn't. You caught me. You dirty son of a gun. Uh, welcome to KBN Live. I was texting Pro Guide, is what I was. I was literally texting Pro Guide right now, trying to see if we had an answer to your question earlier. Oh, okay. I got you. Uh, it's going to be a good one tonight, y'all. Uh, we skipped last week to watch the fascinating college football game that turned into just a. a we should have just had the podcast, blowout, to be honest with you. <laughs> we should have just <laughs> went live at halftime, right? That would have been a lot more entertaining. Yeah, yeah, that was brutal. So we're back. We're back with a good one this week. Uh, as everybody saw the announcement, we're talking rule updates. And let me give a disclaimer, Ryan, before we get going. Uh -oh. That's all right. Oh, gosh. Well, it's sort of a disclaimer. I was going to give this disclaimer because there wasn't an official Hobie rules post, like a PDF out there. But as of today, there is. So yeah. we're not we're not speaking in uh, hypotheticals. This is There's actual hard rules out there. We're going to share those with you all. Talk about those with our panel. We're going to introduce our secret guest panel here, here in just a minute. Ooh, ooh. Uh, we're going to speculate a little bit on the bass rules. There's no hard copy of the bass rules, so we're not saying this is set in stone, but pretty much a lot of the rules are going to follow suit with what happens. I mean, we're very aware that AJ and Steve have been working together yeah, to, yeah. to come up with this stuff, so it's not too yeah, far-fetched. Yeah, yeah. uh, well, you know, BOS, obviously, uh, if you guys watched AJ's video, has some different uh, registration stuff, AOI stuff. That'll all be different. But the actual tournament rules, how the tournament operates, should be very similar. And I also want to touch on uh, some stuff that All-American Series came out with while we've been off, right? Oh, my gosh. Uh, touch on that and get the opinion of the panel as well. Uh, and, yeah, I don't want to – talk too long before we get them in here because i know this could be a busy show we're going to need everybody that's watching to help us It'll be very interactive yeah we right. want we want the feedback we want the comments we want the smoke so get the ready. smoke yeah steve fields is in the comments he's there he's he's watching uh it's, it's gonna be a good one uh let's see here i don't want to share anything yet before we get going always the sponsors dug out bait and tackle they've got a deal going on strike king uh lures right now i heard so go to dugoutfishing.com, hook up the Strike King stuff. We always appreciate them. Uh, Pro Guide Lithium, Ryan was just texting away to the Pro Guide folks, trying to get folks outfitted across the, yeah, yeah, across yeah, the yeah. nation. And then Western Sun Vodka, you may need to, to sip on one tonight to, to get through all this. It's going to be crazy. Ahead of the game, ahead of the game. Yeah, it's not going to be stress, stressful. I'm excited about this, man. This is important stuff. You know, we, we, we're the, the folks that – make this thing go. We trust Steve and AJ, Steve Fields, Steve Owens, AJ, all these guys, Josh Booth over at AAKS to provide a good product for us to fish in. But at the end of the day, it's the anglers that make this thing go. So, you know, we're excited to hear the feedback from everybody in the, in the crowd and everybody on our panel. For sure. And do you know how excited I am, Ryan? Tell me. I'm going to show you a video of what? as we transition to our panel. Of this, it, this is video, the transmission video? The transmission video. This is how excited I am. 
This is from one of our favorite KBN regulars. Brace yourselves, everyone. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. How about that? That was a transmission video for sure. There you go. (laughs) Training. Training something. Mr. John Allen. (laughs) That was sent to me by Jfish. He sent me that clip. So. Well, so John Allen sent me that at like one thirty in the morning the other night, and I was uh, just as excited as you were when I saw it. I'm sure. Yeah, he's yeah, proud of that one. Oof! Wow. Yeah, so it wasn't uh, Matt Scotch. That's what I was expecting. No, we're still searching. No, we don't have a video of that. Uh, just imagine John Allen, except smaller, with no pants. <laughs> would it get smaller? Whoa! Much, whoa. much smaller. <laughs> Yeah, uh, let's see. Ryan, you want to introduce the panel? Um, got their names on the screen there. Yeah, well, yeah, sure, I'd love to. <laughs> uh, that's that's Jay Whalen over there next to me. Um, we have Luck Arian from the Res uh, in the bottom corner. This guy right below me is Shane Williams. He uh, he's a kayak veteran uh, that's that's about to make a big comeback this year. I feel that's it. right. That's right. And then of course we have Bailey. Bailey is a pro. He has has superseded his humble beginnings here uh, as a member of the nation, <laughs> and now he's actually doing things in real life. So, wow. Here we go. I think everybody on the screen here is well, one. We have a TOC Grand Champion. Everybody else on the screen has been in the TOC except for me. So I'm the lone representative of the field. I'm here to represent the people. I'm here to represent the people, right? I like it. I like it, man. Yeah, yeah. And if, for those that don't know, Shane was one of the original Three Amigos co-hosts. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday. Glad to be back. How exciting. Yeah, I, I found uh, on the YouTube page, I was messing with some stuff and found one of the originals, a couple of the original shows and watched them just <laughs> for grins. A little oh, rough, huh? Are you a little rough, but you we know were, what? It's good stuff. We were out there, pal. We were out just there. Just raw dogging it. That's just that's we exactly were. right. Wow. And that's well, why Shane's not here that. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that today. Yeah. <laughs> that was all right uh, too much. Cut it. No. Damn. <laughs> it uh, Shane, we're professionals now, okay? Yeah, Listen. things have changed around here from, from wow. after hours. Gave you an after hours. Mm. Uh, got a lot of comments coming in. If you're watching on Facebook, help us and share this. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment of where you're watching from. And same thing on Twitter. Retweet it. Let us know where you're watching from on Twitter. I um, see I see Jim in the comments, but yeah, we also saw it. a request to join KBN from Jim a couple days ago. <laughs> it, what happened there? I don't I want to say welcome back. <laughs> yeah, welcome, welcome back. Welcome all our new members oh, boy. and returning members. Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I like it. You ready so, to jump into this thing, Jeff? Yeah, I'm yeah. Nervous. We brought everybody here tonight to talk about all the you know, we had Jay on as part of the original panel. Uh, of what the anglers uh, Jordan was on. And we talked about what could, you know, if you guys had your, your choice, what do you think should change? Uh, then we had some TDs on. And now if you guys watched AJ's video on the BOS page. And then today the, the actual hard copy of their rules came out. AAKS has made some changes. We expect Bass to make some changes. So we're put together this elite panel of anglers to react to these changes and get get your thoughts. And then we want to hear the crowd's thoughts too. So, but for now we have this panel of anglers and we're going to that's get right. there before we do that show. That's right. That's right. Uh, so man, let's get into it. I got notes here and I've got the, the BOS rules, but I, I think there's some really good ones. I think there's some that to me were sort of head scratchers. And then there's some that, that were kind of be wait and see mode, I guess, see how they play out. But overall, I think positive all the way around. If, if you're looking at the total picture, positive changes, so first, I told Ryan this before we went live, the All-American Series, I want to touch on that real quick because they made two changes while we were off. We didn't have a show last week. 
that were pretty bold. And we can go around the horn. Anybody can jump in there. But one, they made they shifted their tournaments to Friday and Saturday. That was a I guess that's a rule change, but it's a it's a format change for sure. What do y'all think about that move? Moving to Friday and Saturday events. Anybody jump in there? I'm kind of a fan of it for the for me being the New Yorker. A lot of my drives are 12 plus hours, so you get a nice Sunday to knock out most of the drive than trying to do it all Sunday night. Okay. Yeah, I I actually like it. Um, you know, a lot of these guys that fish these tournaments were were pretty serious about it, and you're going to be there ahead of time anyway. And it seems like for me, anyways. Friday always fishes better than Saturday. I know that. Uh, so yeah. it's kind of nice. That's because the tournament's not TV going TV. on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's always nice being on the water, uh, you know, before the weekend, if you at all possibly can. Uh, so I, I don't I don't really have a problem with that one. Uh, you know, I saw some comments that it could hurt participation. Uh, that's possible, maybe. But like I said, most of the guys who are fishing these events, they're, they're going to be there on Friday anyway. Uh, it's less traffic, less pressure on the water. Let's just go ahead and start fishing. I, I don't have a problem with that one at all. I kind of like it. Okay. That's I think good. If, uh, if you happen to be fishing a Tennessee River event, you might even get a little bit of generation going on on Friday. <laughs> That's fact. But then whatever you're doing is not going to work on Saturday. <laughs> that stings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Luck? Well, I'm kind of partial in be I'm kind of in between both of it. I can see the advantages of having it on Friday, you know, less pressure. Um, but it just means you got to get up there in midweek. I mean, you're really offsetting the balance. Yeah. You've got to leave early midweek to go pre-fish. And then Sunday, you just is a relaxing day with your family. I could see bonuses and negatives to both of it, but I think the majority of people aren't going to want to ask off on Friday. So, and I, I, if you take a look at the crowd that they serve all American, uh, series. I mean, I, I really think it could hurt them just from the average working person not wanting to take off on, you know, Thursday so and Friday. You're kind of giving up a day of practice for that day of rest afterward. Was that something, was that feedback from their anglers? What, what sparked that change? Do we know? I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm sure Josh took that into account because they, they do things pretty uh, democratically over there. It seems like yeah. with, with his Moyak club and AKS. So maybe that was a request. I know there's been a lot of talk out there about people that don't know how to pre-fish right and beating fish up all the way through Friday. So maybe that forces them to, <laughs> to ease off earlier in the week. What do you think? And, you know, our California friends do tournaments on Sunday, so they get to beat the fish up Friday and Saturday, then compete on Sunday, then try to get back home for work. Oh, yeah, just that, one day, one day is on Sunday, huh? That's slick too. Yeah, and yeah. They have to get, and they have to get that. permits for every day. Fish, so. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's well. For those interested in the playoffs, Steve Fields is posting scores in the comments. So Thank Dallas you. six. Thank he you. Spelled Steve. Bucks wrong, but that's okay. He's from Australia. Uh, I mean, you know, <laughs> I feel like that's how they spell it there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then the other, the other All American change we can touch on is their length limit deal. Did you, everyone, aware of that? They went to specific yeah. length limits I, per body of water. I, 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 I read through that one. I read through a lot of the comments. You know, some lakes are tougher, blah, 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 whatever. I think that opens up the door for a whole lot of confusion. Like, I don't think we need to be adding more event-specific variables here. Like, I think the entire – and granted, All-Americans, they, they do their own thing. 
But if you look at kind of what they're trying to accomplish this year on, on KBF, Bass, and Hobie, it's to try to simplify things so there's not as much confusion when you go from one trail series to another. I think less is more in, in that yep. case. You know, I, I always like to look at these rule changes, and when you see stuff like that, I, I ask the question, what problem are we trying to solve here? Exactly. And that was kind of the question that I came up with was, okay, you made that change, that's fine, but what problem, were, what what are we addressing with this rule? Why why do that? I, I, I was kind of baffled on that one. I mean, you know, the, the size limits are for keeping fish, you know, putting fish in the live yeah. well and, and having them in your possession, you know, as a legal definition from fish and wildlife. So that one kind of confused me. I, I don't really, I don't get it. I think it is going to lead to some confusion um, and just probably not a good move, but hey, whatever. Let's do your thing. Uh, Jason Hayes on YouTube says you can still submit a fish. If it doesn't hit the limit, it won't count. So, you know, if, you know, if you forget, and just, just <laughs> go ahead and yellow it. Just go ahead and yellow it and send it. Don't worry about it. Right? Just send it. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll figure out if it's long enough or not. Can you Likewise, send it with you a can note? Submit an eight inch fish at Hobie, but they'll yeah. deny it. With yeah, yeah. Point so they will. Uh, yeah, I see it being more of an inconvenience for the judges than anything. I mean, that yeah. inconsistency of just hopping around and no one ever knows what's going on. That's the, that kind of defeats the purpose of having rules in the first place, a standard you just set so everyone knows what it is and you follow all the way through. I don't want to make things more hard than it's worth. Just set a length limit, even if it's 14. Like, uh, what was it, the old TOC that we had mm -hmm. in uh, Texas? It was 14-inch minimum, and it, it was yep. pretty cut and dry. A lot of people come in with no limits because of that. You catch a whole bunch of 13 and 3 quarters. But, you know, that's just my opinion on that. I, I think they could have done something better with just a straight length. But we'll see how it goes. I hope I hope this great success, though. I mean, Booth is a great dude, runs a great club, at both yeah. Moyak and All-American. That's right. Uh, I think, you know, I've, I've wanted all American to succeed since they started doing their thing over there. Uh, Randy Creason in the comments said, feels like they're making changes for the sake of being different. I hope that's not the case. I hope that the anglers wanted this and they continue to have the growth sure that's that not they're, it. they're hunting. I think yeah. especially on that Friday move, I think it has to be angler driven because you wouldn't want to add a weekday tournament in to a weekend only angler field, right? Like that would be, that'd be silly. So yeah sure surely it's uh you know it's it's driven by the participants yeah yeah so we'll, we'll see with all american but with that said let's jump into our most recent update which was from the bos side of things uh all of us are supporters i guess would be the best word of the bos we'd love to fish those events we think they've done a great job you know building that product over there aj steve and the rest of the crew uh and we've lobbied several of us in different ways for different rule changes for quite a few years now and and some of them are starting to happen and come to fruition so we'll jump into some of those changes i want to hear all you guys reaction and the people watching's reaction to these uh, i'm not going to throw this on the screen yet i want to just read a few of the surface level updates not really rule changes but more registration um changes number one entry fee went up 295 for the entry fee this year a little bit bump in the entry fee what's everybody's thoughts on that you think that if hurts attendance in the, in the slightest or is that just a, a blip in the radar and ups the pots for everybody yeah. up the pot. i think yeah. capping out last year as often as they did obviously there's a you know a good bit of supply uh, and demand back and forth there so i think this this is the right move i think yeah i agree with that i i don't think it affects anybody i think of a 30 dollar difference a 
affects you. You probably weren't fishing them to begin with. Yeah. We're spending yeah. a couple grand each tournament anyway to get there and compete. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. It's 30 more dollars. Another half a tank of gas is no big deal. Well, uh, you know, those, those entry fees have gone up every year uh, that they've done this. So I think that was expected. And then, you know, with them going from a 10% of the field payout to a 15% field uh, payout, yeah, I think you just about you just about had to increase uh, the entry fee because if you don't, then you're going to end up paying out a lower amount to first place than what you were. And that's just a, not a great optic. So I think with increasing the, the payout to 15%, they just about had to raise the entry fee a little bit to compensate for that. Which I is, think that ten grand is the target. Like I think that I think that is a a great spot to be in as far as the entire series goes. I think it's really good for municipalities, but also the sport of kayak fishing. When you're like, hey, you know, yeah. you go fish one of these big kayak tournaments, you win ten thousand dollars. Like that hey. that resonates with people. So ten, ten grand long, is still a lot of money, you know. As long as you yeah. stick with that as as the first place prize, I think you're kind of free to to adjust up and down from there. I just hope sure. the attendance cap doesn't affect anything. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I think 200 was a lot on some of these lakes that we fished this last year, like 200 yeah, yeah, yeah. people and, and none of us outside of a national championship, nobody really knew what 200 people looked like for a regular event. And we saw it on several lakes with packed ramps and, and overcrowded Belted. fishing. I don't want us to continue to pursue more is better and that affect the quality of the tournament you know i would rather see higher entry fees and like 150 or 180 person yeah yeah myself yeah i'd rather fewer people and, and pay a little bit more for that for sure yeah and some of you guys already touched on it a little bit jay said it 15 percent of the field's getting paid out and the cap went up to 225 that was two more things i was going to bring up uh, I know a lot of people have not really been fond of Bass's pay scale paying so deep into the field without the higher entry fees because it gets really watered down. Was this kind of the happy medium, you think, um, to make the payouts, payouts still good going a little bit further into, into the field with it? That's what I'm hoping. I hope he's always had a really good payout. If you take a look, the top 10% really with you know even the lower payout, it's always paid out well 10th and up or 10% and up. I mean, you get your entry fee plus, you know, several, you know, hundred more on top of it, no matter what place you get. I, I, I think it's a good move. It doesn't hurt a little bit more. Yeah. Especially when you get a code like I did tonight saying, Hey, you can register for all the events. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> 300 bucks a pop for all of them, <laughs> you know? We were talking about that though. Like we had already registered for three or four events. I feel like by this time last year, you know, like mm -hmm. some people are kind of sitting on edge. Like, why can we not sign up for these things yet? Like I still got some Christmas money left. Let's go ahead and burn it before tax season rolls around. Yeah. yeah I'm, it, it was, it was interesting last year because like you said, they came live and AJ wasn't ready. Nobody was ready for the, the response that they had. It was awesome. Uh, but <laughs> they had to put it into it real quick. They're like, well, slow down everybody. <laughs> that was yeah, pretty cool. That was uh, registration turned into Black Friday real quick. People started freaking yeah, out. That's exactly what I was off. about to say. It looked like Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of FOMO as they filled up quicker and quicker. And I wonder if raising the entrance, even though it's only 25, if that kind of cools that off a little bit. 
Well, there's I, there's another registration tweak that I think is going to cool that off a lot. We'll get to that here in a minute. Go ahead, Ryan. I think uh, looking at the schedule for me anyway, and I know you know some of you are in different regions of the country. That's why you're here on this panel. But the first four is what I've got kind of my eyes set on. After that, Jay, you can have Kentucky Lake. But the first four <laughs> is what I really want to try to fish. After that, it's going to be kind of, you know, necessity. Like, what, el- what else am I going to have to try to do to, to squeak back into a TOC? Hopefully, I'm glad they extended that to 60, so maybe me and BDH can <laughs> get back into one more. <laughs> but but I think, I think that's going to affect the attendance in some of those tournaments that are a little further out, like Cayuga, like – not known for pulling huge numbers. Hopefully you'll see a bigger influx as, as this season shakes out and lacrosse, you know, lacrosse has been a staple on, on people's radars for a long time, but this may, you know, with the setup of this and and kind of the increased payouts, you may see, you know, more attendance in places like that. The uh, continuing with the registration and, and their new setup there, Luke already mentioned it. Luck, I'm sorry. Luck already mentioned it. Yeah. The, the VIP list for registration. I don't think they call it the VIP list, but I'm calling it that. So TOC qualifiers and then a rolling top 35 throughout the year get priority registration. I think that was a pretty slick move. What do y'all think? Oh, of yeah. That? yeah, I agree. Yeah. Especially yeah. the especially the top 35 in AOI. That's yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I know a lot of people, like we were talking about, you know, had fear of missing out, like, you know, Shane was saying. I mean, whenever people started seeing these lists fly, I saw some big names that weren't on that list yet. And I was like, they better sign up quick because we're in the 180s. A lot of them them were – I know there's some competitors that were fishing KBF and other series that were on the water when these (laughs) registrations opened up, and they completely missed it, slipped their mind, whatever, didn't have service. Let that be a lesson to you, player. Well, just think hey, about it. I mean, you know, I mean, with TOC's other rules that are, or Hobie's other rules that are changing, you can't even answer a phone call to get registered for another tournament. A reminder. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get, don't, don't, uh, no. don't go off the deep end yet, Luck. Damn it. I, I, bad, think, uh, I think the, the X factor last year, it's like the whole AOI race was that, right? Like making sure you get into an event on time, whereas this is going to help preserve that. Where if you are in the AOI race, you know, you don't have to worry about getting in on time. That's a big a big factor for this year. You know, I think that four events will help. I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but a lot of guys got their three events in, and, you know, toward the end of the season, we kind of saw that fall off. I'm with Ryan. The first four have my interest. The rest of them, I'll have to see how it goes. Can but kick rocks is what he's saying. I would never say that. <laughs> but needing four of them hopefully gets a few more uh, people on those later in the in the season events. Yeah, I'm digging the season wrap up on Sam Rayburn. I think it's a great. Way I, I don't want to. Fi- yeah. I was just about to say, Jeff. I don't want to fish Sam Rayburn in the summertime at all. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I really don't. I don't think it's going to be fun for me personally. I do want to fish Sam Rayburn because that's where we learned about why Dick Open and met Billy mm-hmm. Bowden, and okay. that's where I saw you hook that dog in the ass. And that's right. For those two reasons, <laughs> I'll go back to Sam Rayburn. <laughs> We're if we can back. relive that every trip, that's worth it. You know, you can have my money, Hobie. <laughs> I'll, I'll, actually be within, I'll be within driving distance for once on that one, so I'll be there too. Let's go. Oh, all right, all right. I'm planning um, on Sam Rayburn as well. Never been there. Me too. Okay. Nice. 
Yep. You guys big, are gonna have fun. big crocodiles on Sam Rayburn. I'll say that. Mm. I was oh, yeah. impressed with the size of the of the lizards. I like, I like a I good don't lizard. Mind big lizards. As long as there's fish in the <laughs> lake that has the giant lizards, I'm cool with that. But just big lizards and no fish. Mm. We're not going back to you, Fala. So not, don't worry. Not sweet. We're done. <laughs> uh, I wanted to touch on the TOC changes a little bit, and then we can let, let's continue with the the registration part. Number one. Uh, the refund deal. Shane talked about people rushing in and then dropping out later on. They changed the refund rules to a 70% refund and they have to give them two weeks notice uh, to even get that. So do you guys think that prevents the run on registrations without people being certain that they want to be? Absolutely. Absolutely. It does. I like that one a lot. There were so many people that were like, well, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to go, but I don't want to miss out in case I happen to be free. And it excluded a lot of anglers that were very serious about going. So I think that's a great move. And I think that was a bad look on not only the anglers that were snatching up spots, really not knowing if they were going to fish, but for the tournament series too. Like these guys, like AJ wants to be able to publish a payout pretty early on. Like that's a big draw. That's a big, you know, kind of media focus for the week. So when you're pulling out two or three days before, I wouldn't give your money back at all. I'll go ahead and tell you if I'm running it, you bought it, dude. Like if you don't show up for it, that's on you. Understand there's extenuating circumstances. There's a lot of stories that a lot of people can tell, but overall, like you, you bought the spot. So, you know, show up for it or, or don't buy it. If you don't know, you can make it. Uh, we need to have Dwayne on, Ryan, and talk about some of his new updates for Turning X because one of the cool things that they have now is the automated wait list if they do cap out. Yeah. You, know, you can sign up right there. I know we talked to AJ last year some, and he was chasing down 40 deep on the wait list, trying to email people and call people. And I mean, what a nightmare. So kudos to Dwayne, to Dwayne for uh, that innovation over there. That'll help a lot. Yeah, I think we need to keep in mind this is – for the most part, one guy, if we're referring to Hobie, that's having to chase down this wait list and get guys involved and issue refunds, all while the week of the tournament he's answering questions about practice and rules and everything else. It, it can be very overwhelming. Yeah, his phone's not going to be blowing up as much this year. Maybe. Nice. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Easy. <laughs> At least with yeah. this stuff. Don't jinx him. Yeah, nice nice change. And now that there. you can't dig ditches and, and cut trees and yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We'll we'll save that. We'll save that, Jeff. Yeah, sorry. we got that. We got that one. Uh, we're getting into the heavy rules at the end because those will probably apply to Bass and Hobie at the same time. So we're just touching on this, these Hobie hey, changes look, to start. Can we touch on Harshman's comment he just said about uh, transferring registration? There you go. Where, where are you going to touch it? <laughs> right there. There it is on the screen. Yeah. Uh, not For those on the audio podcast later, he said, the other nice change was not being able to transfer. So sign up for one and move it to another. Yeah, I like uh, yeah. it. That's good. You know, I think Dwayne's missing out on a, a another feature of Tourney X, though. If he set up like a StubHub kind of situation where you could sell your, sell your ticket. Ooh, ticket. Psh, don't even. Damn, Jeff. <laughs> why would you do that? After Dwayne's going to be out here hustling well, us. But then, but then we're going to have the problem of tickets sold versus anglers in the event. We're not uh, really going to. No, no. I, I don't know <laughs> hey, if we want to get into as all long, that. As long as it pays, baby. <laughs> <laughs> sell all them tickets uh, let 30 of us fish for it 700 yeah. tickets sold and 40 anglers fishing i don't know yeah. I, think, I, 
Wait, wait, wait a minute, Jay. I just figured out how to, <laughs> I just figured out how to get in I think there's, I buy I think all there's 200 an, tickets. I, I think there's an app that's already innovated that. Trying to star the comments to come back for later on some of these. Okay, TOC changes. Let's touch on those real quick before we move into some of the actual rules. Up from 50 to 60, and then lean and heavier on the AOI to fill out the field. What do you all think of that? 32. Yeah. Puts yeah, more emphasis on, you know, consistent performance throughout the season. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I think it moved this. up in just percentage basis. Same thing with, you know, max cap on anglers per tournament. You just yeah. bump it up 10 people. I mean, really, it's about an even percentage, 15, whatever that is. Yeah, it's about 10% both ways. If they were asking me, I think they should only take the winners from each event and the rest be AOI. Yeah. I was gonna say oh, I yeah. like I like it driving more participation in the series yeah. overall myself. Yeah. More of an AOI event overall than just, mm-hmm. <laughs> just when you invested in it, you know, like if yeah. if, if yeah. you fished six or seven tournaments and you're fifteen grand into the season, like you at least yeah. you know probably deserve a shot to go to go out there if you've you know been relatively consistent in your performances. Yeah, what what happens is, and it's well, fine. It's, well, it's great. Is you see people that finish in the top three, then they hit the eject button, and they're just good till the end of the year. They don't keep fishing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is fine. <laughs> it's great, you know. But uh, Jason Cassidy made a comment. Ryan would have been nice this year. He was in the same boat as you. He'd been in. The I know. Tennessee. I know. We were all like piled right there uh, in the in the outskirts of the event. Jay, I hope you had a great time. I did. I was the last time. Really, I hope you had a great time. Really, I, time. I, I did. I did. <laughs> And then uh, you guys already mentioned this, but the top four instead of the top three for AOI, that should keep people hanging on later into the season as well, yeah. don't y'all think? For sure. Well, it's actually top five, I believe, counting the TOC. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Top four regular yeah. season plus the TOC. So, Which is cool. I like that. Very good, very good. They, they also changed the uh, TOC or the Hobie uh, point system. To 200 points, you got to catch a fish all the way down. Which, if you remember, I brought that up on this podcast. I said they should do points all the way down, and Lambert said, "Shut the fuck up." Well, <laughs> 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 to be like clear, to be clear, I don't remember saying that, but I probably did. <laughs> so I can't say what I said, but he can say what he said. Uh, yeah. I no, he can't. He's on the res. Oh. Laws don't apply on the res, Shane. No, they have their own police land. force. No, you're right. You're right. You're it's right. It's a lawless land over there. Man's got a turkey in the him. yard right now. Come on, three turkeys. Let's get that straight. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, where you make all those headdresses from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Around my so, wigwam. <laughs> okay. Oh out. wow. Sorry. I got Turn off tracks off. real quick. So, yeah, 200-point 200, 200 system, man, I like that because that also, you know, somebody that has a, quote, rough weekend can still bag some points and not just look at a zero on the way home. It makes it feel I mean, a little if, bit better. If you're 175 points behind the leader, though, that's not helping you a whole still something. Shane, sometimes it comes down to a couple points, brother. Yeah. I reckon. Not if you're that far down, though. You never know. With these new yeah. caps, <laughs> newfangled software, who knows what you guys. <laughs> As long as they don't change the software, I'm good. Like I think that would be a make it or break it deal for me. I don't. Attorney X functions so well that if they switch to another one, that would really hurt. 
I don't want what to if that one worked just as well. Is Dwayne paying you? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. It's just probably because of my own idiocracy, but you know, it's just me. Wait a minute! Don't be throwing fancy words around here, Luke. Yeah, I think if they made a change, it would be something that they very, very much thought through and thought it'd be a better program. It would not be a spur of the moment, last minute change that ends up being horrible. And yeah, unless he, something new and crazy comes along, I, I, honestly, I think Michael Christopher has the ability to revise that platform and make it. Uh, I think it was great. Yeah, against Tony X, but right now, heads and shoulders, Tony X is is by far the the best option that we have. Yeah, Hobie started on iAngler. The opens used to be on iAngler. <laughs> I remember the first player. couple of years of BOS were. Yep. Yeah. At least the first year. Yep, when we love Michael, we're Michael Christopher guy around here. So hopefully he gets that thing rebuilt and we'll see. Competition's good. So we'll see. Uh, throw your questions in the comments. If you have anything you'd like us to comment on as far as rules that we haven't touched on yet. Ryan Van Tyne said, I'm doing a lot of touching tonight. I've used that word too much. So I need to come up with something else. Ooh. Um, let's, yeah, let, let's get into the rule rules, not just registration let's stuff. Let's go. Let's get there. But the actual <laughs> start this episode <laughs> stuff, tough stuff. <laughs> 33 minutes in. Bailey, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry yeah. that we pulled you away from Alex Rudd fishing to <laughs> sit here through this bullshit tonight. All right. So here we go. Now, now we're talking rules. Let's start right here in section three, man. Highlight it. So that if you guys go to the BOS website, one of the nice things they did with the changes is they highlighted the changes in, is that orange, yellow? I don't know. I'm old. I can't tell what color that is. BOS orange. BOS orange. Yeah. There you go. So the changes are in orange. So we're going to start right there in section three, off limits, practice, and competition. We did a poll on, on KBN a, a while back asking like the most popular suggestions for rule changes. And off limits periods and boundaries slash launches was the two big ones, and we're going to get to all that. Uh, but first up here in section three, off limits, practice, and competition. And this is a little misleading to me. It says tournament off limits period and restrictions will begin 21 days before the event begins. But it's really not. 21 days is it well if you well, include practice 21 as the days. event what did yeah. you say jay it does it does begin 21 it, days it prior begins to 21 days prior will begin 21 it's days. not That's a 21 it's, it's not a 21 day off limits period so i think it there's a lot of confusion 20. on that on on yeah, the yeah. wording on that yeah, yeah. well it, sounds it, like, it says begins 21 14 day, day period 21 days yeah it's really a 14, 14 day. day yeah i think that yeah. would probably help in the whoever types in yellow if they put yeah. <laughs> if they put fourteen day off, off just to just to clear up with hard numbers yeah. there. Uh, yeah. so that question is one thousand percent going to be called to AJ a million times this season. The oh, more yeah. AJ has to answer that question, the more likely he is to reword it. Yeah, because <laughs> all you see is twenty one. You see the number twenty one. You don't see the word begin, Jay. Yeah, mm -hmm. no. twenty one. Twenty one days. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. You know, we're selective around in this in these parts. So two week off limit period, and then basically a was that seven day, six day practice period, official practice period, which we've all been pining for. What do y'all think about those changes? That's big. It's you know we've never had an off limits period in this in this uh, trail before. You know I, I know a lot of people would prefer three days. I think I would probably prefer three days, but I'm glad that we have an off limits. Um, where it used to just be wide open. I mean, you hear Why'd stories you about guys going to a lake and hauling their camper down there, and they'd wear it out for three, four weeks at a time. 
So, you know, uh, you take me, for example, uh, you know, a tournament on Kentucky Lake just a few hours down the road. I'd be there two weekends before, three weekends before. You know, I'd be going out there every uh, every spare minute I had, and I'm sure that that, you know, happened a lot on everybody's local waters. Oh, the Hobie event's coming in three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, whatever, and you start beating it up as much as you can. So I'm happy with a little bit of off-limits that, that we've got. Is it perfect? Maybe not. That's why but, the Moors went you know. downhill, Jay. I'll go ahead and tell you that. <laughs> well, you know <clears> – <throat> I, I bought I bought Matthew Scotch a lot of dinners over there at the Moors. Uh, he, he enjoys their chicken tenders and, sure. and uh, tater tots. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> what a lot of people have overlooked is that that twenty one day period also prevent, prevents people from not fishing fourteen days prior. But that entire three week period is no boats, no guides, none of that stuff. So you can't come even the weekend before with your boat. Or hire a guide since official practice started Monday in previous seasons. So the weekend before, you're not on the water with a guide. Or the three weeks leading up to it, you're not on the water on a boat and flying around the lake and getting all your waypoints. So it, it kind of, in that sense, balances out on the national level. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm, I'm a big fan of the the 21 days. And, like, Jay, I'll, I'll second that I'm a fan of the three-day. I, I, think, I think we'll get there. I think we'll get to that point. I just think they can't make that many changes from year to year. I think it's like a, a work in progress, but um, I think it gives the people that, that can't take as much time off the weekend before to go and practice if they're within reach and then allows enough time where it's not everybody, like you said, Jay, there for three weeks on end before the event. Yeah. I wrote in my notes that they were dipping their toe. That's kind of what it felt like with this, like Bailey said, kind of easing into what may be, a more strict practice period moving forward to see how this goes with, you know, a baseline this season. Maybe, Test the water. Hopefully. Yeah. What do you think, Luck? <laughs> like, what? What? What are we talking about? Huh? <laughs> just tuning in here, guys. No, I'm just <laughs> He's watching his turkeys march around outside. <laughs> no, I think it's a... Can you repeat the question? Peyote's a hell of a drug. <laughs> They know how to grow it here out there on the res, too. I've been doing it for years, way before all the cool kids. But, uh, <laughs> no, I think it's a good idea. I mean, having a, a, a set of, a time slot where you don't feel like you're people that are far away, like Bailey coming to Broken Bow or something like that, and I'm out there just hitting it on a boat going, you know, to every spot I can, you know, I, I think that's – I think it's good. You know, it kind of evens the playing field and makes it more elite status, you know, them reason yeah ryan and i used to fly up and down chickamauga on his boat and boy it, it really helped us it really paid off turn. didn't it damn that was a hell of a time oh yeah um what an advantage we had i'll stand on the outside of the circle <laughs> i am honestly i'm upset that <laughs> it's seven days like if you're making a rule change and you're actually making a rule to affect something i think seven days or six days whatever however you want to cut it up is too much like honestly i wish if we were gonna do this like hey we're trying to actually make a change and and see some difference here you know people camping for a week or two weeks or whatever on this body of water because it's legal to do like you i think that still leaves the door open for a lot of you know people coming in and we saw it on susky specifically there was what a hundred or so people in town the week before 
just yeah. beating that river all to hell. And when it came to tournament day, they wouldn't go. I mean, it's not like they were beating up their water. They were going to fish <laughs> like they were out, you well, know, just doing 12 mile river floats, catch as many fish as they can. Like there's a lot of, of, of strategy and, you know, ramp watching and a lot of things that happen in, in those time periods. And I think I'm not saying having the lake off limits for that entire period of time, Honestly, I think if you if you're gonna have six days of pre-fishing, you bust it up into into three day blocks. You can choose the first three days or the second three days. And I know, oh, how do you police this? How do we police anything in kayak fishing? You don't. I mean, sure. it's it's pretty much. It's I think drones. we need to implement we're going to drones, Ryan. That's what we're doing. I think we need to implement more polygraphs. But I think people sign up on a list. You you it's visible. It's public. You see who's on the list for. Let's say, you know, Saturday through Monday or Sunday through Tuesday, whatever it is, you see who's on that list. If you see them out there Wednesday through Friday, you you report it. I mean, like, it's not a perfect system, but I would much rather see us go to a 3D, uh, 3D, three-day pre-fishing <laughs> format. 3D, too. I want to see it in real life where you can turn it around. But uh, I think that's the move, and I don't I don't understand the reluctancy yeah. from the the TDs on this. What's, yeah. you know, why wouldn't you do that? What's the, what's the con here? Yeah. Dusty Yacker put three days as the, the rule he wanted to see implemented. Jason Willis says he thinks the majority of the field wanted three day practice periods. So he doesn't understand why they didn't go to that appealing to a small group over the majority. Dude, we did polls on this. Like yeah. this isn't a thing that, that was just made up that people wanted three yeah. days. We just sat here on this panel and went around and everybody wanted three days. So if, if the field wants three days, then what's the point of not going to three days? Not, I'm sorry that that upsets me, but that's the one rule I really wanted to see implemented this year. I like I like the 21 days. I I don't like the seven days. Even years past, the official practice period was Monday through Friday, um, and that's actually been extended where most of us wanted it to be reduced. You know, um, I, I have a question. Uh, I, I'm just not not familiar with it, but ask away, bass- brother. Did bass have a three day or their official practice period was three days, right? Yeah, but, they, yeah. but they, they did off, yeah. But they Saturday didn't actually have they had a Saturday through Tuesday dead period. Yeah. Okay, so you couldn't be on the water those days. You couldn't come in and That's camp right. the whole week. Like it, I mean you could be in town or whatever, ride but ramps, you, but you so, couldn't but be on you the water. So but you could be in okay, okay. You could not be on the water. And we Sorry, don't have published rules for bass yet, okay. so yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to act like we know exactly what. Well, no, I, I know. I was just saying last year though, because I remember there being something about an official practice period, mm-hmm. but I wasn't sure if there was an actual off limits before. That's that. the thing. Yeah. I think if bass goes to this seven, seven or six day whatever, they've actually regressed in yeah. in the target part of their rules. Like I don't want to see them go backwards just for unity, so to speak. Like I think what they had set up. I would have liked to have seen a little more cutoff, even if it was 10 days before that practice period. But still, like, I mean, that was a pretty solid deal that they had going there. Yeah. So I, I'm go ahead, Shane. I was going to say, same question as the All American Friday Saturday thing. If it seems like the vast majority are kind of on the same page with what they're wanting, have we kind of gotten the other side of that, uh, that reasoning from the tournament directors as for? why it was decided to extend it I'm to not cut out the weekenders right jeff Uh, yeah i'm seeing some comments in here man various comments (laughs) on youtube facebook 
and, and I want to address a couple because I'm like Ryan. When I first saw it, I was kind of pissed. My, my hope was like a Tuesday through Tuesday off limits or you know, longer and then a three-day official practice. And it's not because I've seen the comments on Facebook. We're like, oh, you guys are just hating because these people are winning and you're pissed off and you want to cut these people that are always cashing checks off. It has nothing to do with that. I think when you can offer anglers a level playing – as level as you can get it. More you know, you know, three days of practice, two days of practice – would 200 people even get three days of practice? No, they would yeah. not. But the vast majority have a better chance of two or three days of practice than seven. Uh, so I think you always want to cater to the majority if you can. Then I saw some comments talking about municipalities and seven days is better for me. Nobody's coming for – there's like a dozen people coming for seven days. Yeah, It's, yeah. you know, maybe 20. Yeah. Well, and, and to that point, you know, if there are only a dozen people coming for seven days, then what, there's what's the big deal? If if we're just talking about a few well, people who are coming for that for seven uh, days, yeah, yeah, it's and I, now the other side of that is I I know that I know personally anglers that cannot get off on Thursdays and Fridays very much. They drive down the weekend before to practice. That's when they practice. Yep. Yep. So if that seven days really enough. helps them. So I get that. I get that side of it. Three and three. I want to touch on what Ryan said about, in particular, the Sutsky, but it happens everywhere. But having that longer window, we saw so many anglers on the susky that found their spot found their little stretch they liked early in the week and spent the rest of the week very vocally destroying each spot they could you know that they knew they weren't going to be in they would catch every fish and soil up as many areas as they could the rest of the week leading up to the tournament that was their strategy and you know that's whatever we can discuss that at length another time but i think the three day would have kind of made anglers focus more on finding them their spots instead of being able to do that earlier and spend the rest of the time. Yeah. And, and the time limitation, I don't think it's about dialing in a certain color of crankbait or something. It's about searching for more water. Yeah. So, so yeah. I think yeah. that another rule we're going to talk about mm. may kind of mitigate that anyway, for, you know what I mean? It may make it just fine because you're not going to be able to necessarily search for, you know, a Creek 45 miles off the main Lake anymore. Uh, we'll get, we'll get to that in a minute, but, you know, the, the, the extended time, I think it's more about searching for water than it is searching for a magic bait or color or something Long like that. Long story we, short, I don't think that rule solved anything. I don't, I don't think it, it added to, to the sport. Yeah. Yeah. I so like there the off go. limits. I just wish it, it were longer. So there Before we go. Maybe we need to do an, another poll. I can't do a poll on this live stream thing and see what everybody that's watching. We're up to like 150 people watching. I'd like to hear what they think. Most in the comments say three, although several are saying, hey, the Bassmaster opens get five. We're in kayaks. We need a few more days because we can't cover as much water as a bass boat. We that's had, true. We had Monday through Friday. We yeah. That was five. We extended it. Yeah. So I guess to cover the weekend, but. Yeah, seven days. I like the move is is something, and and as one of you guys said, maybe it's just a dip in a toe in the water, and we'll see where we go from there uh, after this year. So I, I like that there's some off limits at least now. Yeah, get this thrown back up on the screen here. Uh, here's another one. This is a, along the the same <laughs> thread here in practice. Anglers are not allowed to make changes to the waterway. Hey. It must be utilized how it's naturally presented. What? This includes, but not limited to, adding, cutting, or removing trees or brush, digging or filling ditches. Why would you fill a ditch? I don't know. So you can keep other people out, Jeff, yeah. so you can yeah. portage across it, pal. You, you dig in, build a wall, bodies. fish, build, dig your way back out. I see. Okay. Uh, so there you Bodies. Go. Hiding bodies. 
that like that's a great <laughs> rule because it needed to be in there so people know not to do it because they keep trying to do it. So that's a great addition to the rule set. I like AJ and his live feed said some of you may not know why some of these rules are here, but a few of you know exactly why these rules are here. Yeah. Little little gray areas we touched last season. These boys have got receipts for chainsaws out there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> some guilty parties out there know why these rules are here. They're like, damn it. Got shovels in the kayaks. <laughs> Yeah, and the thing is, a lot of some of the stuff wasn't specifically against the rules. So hell, they're out there two mm -hmm. weeks early, bushwhacking their way into some special spot. Yeah, I mean whatever. Lambert's right? wife right there, breaking paddles, bushwhacking his way to a special spot. I ain't, <laughs> a, I ain't bushwhacking. Hey, hey, I don't get up early enough in the morning for all that. <laughs> Bailey, do people do shady stuff like this in New York, or do y'all have to vote on it, or, or how does it that just work out there? <laughs> <laughs> no we don't really have we don't have anything too crazy up here we don't have any creeks or anything like that we just have giant great uh, glacial lakes yeah i ain't even got bushes to whack up there huh no no can't ice picks legal up there glacial. bailey you use ice pick up there is that allowed <laughs> yeah right now you would be yeah only if you can only swing it seven times less than seven times that's it it's oh. got to be a dull ice pick too made of rubber <laughs> Uh, and yeah, that that's a much needed addition to the rules clearly defined. I know AJ kind of made a joke out of it, but it's a real deal. I think it's an important addition to the rules there. Uh, Keith, let's... Mark, Keith Martin might have just hit like a really good idea. Yeah, put that up there. Two, three, two? That's, yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea. Uh, that's a good compromise right there. I'm down with that. Yeah, that solves their, their initial... Uh problem i think they were trying to solve and still yeah. keep that, that, that way if people before, are coming to camp for a whole week they're at least paying for three dead days to go to the bar <laughs> you're right i mean that's, that's not a bad little compromise right there i kind of like that that might help out some of those people too because honestly driving around looking at ramps is better than putting in at every ramp and uh, right. we can contribute more money to the uh, local economy on those nights that we don't have to fish the next morning yeah, yeah i think you're honest something there or, right? or that we yep. do Whatever. <laughs> Days off or the day of the tournament. Whatever. Well done, Keith. Uh, I know that Steve said comments won't fix this, but write that comment down, Steve. Yeah, Steve, take a screenshot of that. Someone tag AJ McWorthers now. Yeah. And I know, look, Steve and AJ, you know, we're, we're not just uh, holding hands and singing kumbaya with everybody. We're, we're making our opinions known, but we love those guys. We love what they're doing for the sport. So don't, you know, take any of this personal over there, boys. Uh, overall, I think the changes were important and, and overall going to be a positive but you know ryan and i the show in particular we don't we don't pull any punches when we have our opinions well and we also don't just bring it up on this show like we've yeah. we've all voiced our yeah, yeah. <laughs> voiced our <laughs> opinions to aj prior to this yeah. this isn't going to be the first time that there's anything heard i promise yeah uh, apparently keith martin has never had a good idea so they're never going to hear the end of this <laughs> validated by jay <laughs> Hey man, I, I thought it was pretty good. I thought that's yeah. a pretty solid idea. Yeah. Uh, Adam Fillmore said six safeties. Uh, we're getting score updates from the playoff game. It's 12 to six zero. Safeties. I don't know what's Heck happening yeah. over there. All right. Uh, yeah. Let's throw this back up here. Uh, Adam Anglers. Fillmore can't, co he can't comment on football anymore. So, so. yeah, I know. Michigan. <laughs> we're licking our big 10 wounds still. Uh, th this one was another highly uh, talked about topic on the group page, Ryan the soliciting of information they sort of addressed it but not all the way right is that is that accurate i think there's still a lot of misunderstanding if or a lot of people that 
didn't really fully listen to how that's going to play out. Some people feel like they can't talk to their friends anymore at all on the water. Not true. Not, Not true. true. Not know. true at all. Some I, people think I, they can't talk to their friends back at their house. Also not true. Or about what they did that day at the house. Not true. Just on the water during that tournament hours. Exactly. Not yeah. Yeah. I'll put it right back on the screen there. Anglers may not solicit fishing or water or waterway information from anyone. So you can't find a juicy spot, even if they're not giving you baits and whatnot. Um, during the hours, contestants may not share information about, and, and, you know, that's going to be, I hate to say tough, but you're going to have to adjust to that and live by the honor system. Because I know there's been many a time that I'm out there fishing in an area and, you know, if I'm fishing next to whoever, and we're in the same stretch of grass, like I've fished by Bryant Hallett Darnell. And we're like, oh yeah, I caught one on a chatterbait and I threw this up in the grass. So you got to watch that kind of talk, but Just, talking about yeah. how the Cowboys have six safeties is fine. You can talk about whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think well, you, you can also talk about, um, you know, how you're going to, Hey, I'm, I'm going to, I'm trying yeah. to go down this bank. You're trying to do this. That's cool too. You can still do that. I think there has yeah. to be some form of communication or you're going to run into a lot of situations that could have <laughs> yeah. been diffused before you got there. For sure. yeah. <laughs> it's literally just to avoid a competitive advantage, you know, being given to that person. So you're still yeah. able to BS with your buddies. Do they clarify if it's verbal? Because I know American sign language. And if anyone else does, we could have a little little thing going on out there. <laughs> how do you say how, white? How would you ask in sign language? How would you say what? White chatterbait in sign language. That's all I want to know. Uh, uh, we'll get up, we'll get with you offline. Sorry, right. oh, <laughs> secret secret code. <laughs> uh, talk. Francis said they'll talk with their eyes. Okay. <laughs> That sounds every like time I look at yours, they're talking, Francis. <laughs> Woo, boy, sounds like some sister <laughs> stuff right there, staring into your eyes and yeah, that's heavy. your emotions. <laughs> what What do y'all think about the electronic? I'm going to add this back: the electronics communication during the day. That That's something I thought needed to go forever, mm -hmm. and they finally made that move. Um, yeah, you're yeah. on that one. Big fan. Yeah. No more Bluetooth crew. The Bluetooth game. R.I.P. Well. Uh, I think <laughs> that's uh all right. Well, cross that cross that bridge, Jay. Uh, there we are. I think I think it's good. Honestly, I, I think you have to go one way or the other. Like you can't you can't just limit it and say oh you you can't talk about this and that or whatever. Like who's gonna? How do you police that? Right? Like there's there's no way. I I really like the Hobie Worlds where it's it's zero. Like don't unless it's some sort of emergency. Like if you're caught talking on the phone or or whatever, like they can roll up on you. Like hey, let me see your phone. You know, go <laughs> go oh, through yeah. your texts. Like what's happening here? So I, I like that. Uh, I think it's it's gonna help. <laughs> Not necessarily eliminate anything or whatever, but it's gonna take a lot of the the question marks out of things. Ryan, when we've talked yeah. on the phone during tournament days and tell each other how bad things are going, is that illegal as well now? I will try to yell louder so you can hear my frustrations right. across the lake. <laughs> Don't say actual words. Just yeah, sounds, I never have sounds. any good news. I'll say that. You know, yeah, everyone asking how these rules are going to be enforced. There's the vast majority of rules in kayak fishing cannot be physically enforced, but we assume that we're all good sportsmen for the most part, and we kind of go by our honor system with almost everything we do. So all that's not going to change. If it's in the rules, we assume that 
most competitors are going to follow suit. Yeah, and that's where, you know, Lambert said, it. you know, <clears throat> put a little bit more emphasis maybe on some polygraph stuff, and that'll, you know, hopefully keep everybody in check, just the n- knowing that that looms out there that at any time yeah. you could be mm-hmm. pulled into a trailer and, you know, hooked up. So it's probably, yeah, that's no, the only no, way you can do it. No offense, Luke, we're not, we're not pulling <laughs> Not pulling them into your trailer, all right? We're, we're talking. About... <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. Just pull, pull them into my trailer anytime. That's hey. fine. We'll, we'll get He's all the info out of them. Yeah, Luke's got the waterboard <laughs> station set up and ready, don't you, Luke? No. Oh, Lord. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, this one I'm going to throw on the screen for the, for the Bass Open Series. I don't know if Bass will pick this one up, but I think this is going to get a few people. And that is the check-in, check-out. To get your oh, AOL, God, yeah, and it's gonna get me. You don't get DQ'd or anything like that. You still get your check if you win, but you don't get them precious AOI points. That's yeah, gonna be so. some sour upset, folks, all season long. Yeah, you're right. But you you heard it here first before the season starts. Do it, do it, do it. I, I totally understand the move for this from a safety standpoint. Uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of it, but that's just more because I'm one of those people that totally forgets. Till like tournament starts, type of deal to check in, but it's just gonna, yeah, it's gonna be on a lot of people just kind of improve their their morning and afternoon process, checking in, checking out. How's uh, that gonna work with cell phone service? Is my biggest question. It's got to be like a time period. I'm sure right? you have a window. Yeah. yeah. Well, Probably your phone so typically, your phone typically still takes GPS signals, so it should. I imagine it's got to like store that GPS data somewhere and and send it. Just temporary on hold. There's a turn. The Tourney X feature of check in, check out. It does work without cell phone service. I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> it may be a delayed, um, but it logs like, it that you. I, I think. I think it does. I think. It, and then, I mean, like when you get service, it it pushes. You're gonna it out go to somewhere the, to the server. You're gonna find service to submit your fish before the cutoff, anyway. Yeah, I think maybe, you'll be able to. Maybe check, you are check out then. I don't know, yeah. Jeff. I don't know who said that comment about setting an alarm, but that's a great idea as well. Is that that was uh, or something on the phone. KBN attorney, legal counsel Matt Zapala, also from up there. In the Thank you, Matt. So, Attorney X does have that as well, though. I mean, I can send a reminder to people to sit there and and check in and check out. Uh, yeah, first thing in the morning. Uh, I help run Oklahoma kayak anglers, and I set up all the tournaments for them, and I can set that up as a mandatory requirement in the morning time. At 6 a.m., awesome. whenever it starts in, it, it says check in. Now, yeah, to check out, got, I don't think that they have that. I think we got some of those last season, some of the uh, notifications from Turning X saying check in, yeah, check out throughout the day. I think I remember that, too. Yep. I'll tell you Whether, one thing that, that Bass has dialed in. You guys fished any of the national bass events last year? Is they got that automated text system dialed in. You get those texts. Yeah, yeah. Telling you what to do and reminding you to do things. That That's nice on the bass side of things. Uh, they have that dialed in over there. I remember FLW had that a long time ago. Back yeah. when I used to fish some stuff back in college with FLW, they always had the text. Uh, you'd weigh in, and they'd text you your weight uh, right. and your position and stuff. Oh wow! So yeah, they there hmm. there are some things that we could. I don't I don't know what service they were using to do that, but it, it was a nice feature. Yeah, I'm sure it's whatever they're using for the opens. They just used it, you know, migrated it over to us. But very cool stuff. Uh, and like I said, we need to have Dwayne on to get into more of the the technical side of that see you know does it hold you in, in some sort of uh queue until you get signal to, to check in or check out it, it gives me a little bit of nightmare like 
the TOC when they all the cheating was going on initially and they made all those TOC changes down on Fort. Did you go to that one, Jay, where you had to take a picture of the boat ramp? That was your uh, check-in? Yes. Yes. That was, was, that, was that, that was your check-in. It reminds me of that a little bit. But it's but yeah. it's an important step. I think it, yeah. I, I agree. You know, I mean, yeah, it's gonna be a pain in the butt, but I know why the rule is there. It's so people have to check in somewhere, it stores that data somewhere, and you're not way off in Timbuktu on some ramp that's not a public designated ramp, which is one of the rules that we'll probably get into later. I wonder what percentage of anglers are going to forget and does the tournament director follow up with 50, 60, 70 guys that don't bother because they don't care about AOI because they're in the bottom, you know? No, just DQ their fish. Here's a, here's a poignant question, <laughs> everyone. Let's pretend we got a 200 angler field and your boy Jeff here is in 78th place. Just riding media, riding mediocrity. Seems <laughs> realistic. Yeah. Okay. But forty-seven <laughs> people in front of me forget to check in. Do I get hey, the roll-up points? Do I get yes, the roll-up roll points? Up. Yes. Hell roll yeah, up, you do. Yeah. Responsible Jeff. All right. All right. <laughs> Responsible. <laughs> Remember, everyone. You, you do not check money, in. But... Do not check in or out at the first event. Remember that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag KBN cares. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. Is it like do you get the roll up or roll down points? That'd be yeah, sick. he, he said when they go so. to do when they go to do the uh, AOI points after each event, they they basically wipe out everyone that didn't check in and then start their list from everyone that, that checked out and go. From yep, there. they'll filter wow. out the non checkouts. I'm, yep. I'm imagining I'm imagining someone like like Ryan this year just outside the TOC and they forgot to check in at one event and it just torpedoed their whole deal. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Thank you for that. Cheers to that brother. <laughs> I'm just, I imagine yeah. they're not going to do that though. I imagine they're going to just keep you at your place. They just won't give everyone else their AOI points. So like they, you know, 30th through 40th don't get, don't check in. They just won't get those points, yeah. but you'll still get your 41st points. I don't, Luke, like, don't it. Rain them I don't like it, Luke. I don't oh. like it at all. Well, uh, we're anyway. making rule changes. Might as well implement that. Yeah, none of the none of that. I just thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> Fifteen minute practice period, mandatory yeah. check in, check out, or you lose your points. That's all we got. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Uh, it sportsmanship. Okay, let me. I'm gonna try to scroll through. Okay, Skip here's another one. one. Here's another one we want to get to. Kayak regulation. This brought up some comments on the group page. Pedal, paddle, of course. Motors in practice. And, or push pole are the sure. only acceptable forms of propulsion, which kind of confused some people because they also, you know, heard the rule of no scooting and sliding and pushing your way through certain things. Um, so what do you think of that? I, did you kind of understand what they meant by using the push pole rather than scooting yourself across a gravel bar? Is that more meant for like a sloppy, weedy swamp it's land just, of a deal? Yeah. If, if you, um, if, if you go back to, Oh gosh, like early 2000s, uh, Bass Elite Series events on Santee Cooper. That was all the rage. Those guys were bed fishing. They were standing up on top of their motors and they were using push poles uh, to get back. You know, I, I think they were push poles. I mean, they were like what you would mm -hmm. use on saltwater flats. Um, and they were, that was a big deal at that Santee event. I think it was 2006, maybe even earlier. Um, you know, and they were they were using those to quietly sneak into some of those baiting areas on Santee Cooper. Uh, so that's immediately what I thought of when I saw the push poles. I thought back to that event specifically. 
I think it's the same thing. You you pull your drive if you're in a, a shallow flat. You pull your drive and you stand up and you're sight fishing and you're using your paddle to kind of get in position. This is going to be a little more stealthy option for the guys that want to go that route. What do you think, right. Bailey? You got push poles up there? <laughs> if you got a forty foot one, then we're we're all good to go. <laughs> I got a twenty footer. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know how I'll turn it around. I, I think I think a lot of the question was more in the obstacle crossing part and then the push pole also being in mm. there. It's like, well, you can't scoot across obstacles, but you can use a, a push pole, right? So I, I think and and just like Aaron brought up sandbars right or or flats on these rivers like especially drawdown or whatever depending on the the current level and and lake level dardanelle for instance like marshall had a hell of a time <laughs> crossing crossing over over a, a sandbar trying to get back in into this area he was trying to fish what are i mean how does that take into account like you could be in the middle of the lake it's not like you're you know accessing some crazy backwater or whatever and hit a sandbar what do you do at that point? Like, what's what's the solution? You call a TD? You DQ yourself? You call the Coast Guard? I mean, you know, what what's the move there? <laughs> Is that sandbar going all the way across the lake? It well, it's going as far as you to hit it and get stuck. Like, what do you? <laughs> what happens? You know, like what happens at that point? Well, I, I think you start casting. <laughs> you 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 check out right there. Go ahead and get your phone out. Check out. Get your points. You're good. Yeah, I think that I think the way they're going to interpret it as if there's no other way around it. Like if that's the yeah. only way over, that's going to be yeah, 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 yeah. In other words, that that water is inaccessible because you can't float to it. Right. So that's what scenario, I was going to say. I feel like there needs to be clarity on that side of things sure. a little bit. And. To answer Aaron's question, a bigger fat guy is going to be SOL on the creek stuff. Yeah, yep. same thing as some of us have a you know a PA fourteen. We can't get to the places that the guy on the inflatable can get to. That's that's been the situation. A in bigger any fat, a bigger fat guy is going to. That be was SOL. that was the terminology. That was the terminology <laughs> asking the question. And, and that will be the difference. I mean, accessible. Health. It's. I, I don't think it says accessible by everyone. It just can you float smaller, into it. Or not? Smaller, smaller fat guys are cool. Bigger fat are guys. You, sorry, dog. Are you able to float to this spot? You know, on Dardanelle, the uh, the weed whacker incident on Dardanelle, where the guys were digging a path through the grass down there to, to get their PAs in there. That whole situation. Uh, there was another person that had already been in there, and they said, "Oh yeah, you can get in there, no problem." But they were just in a paddle craft. And yeah, they could yeah. skim right across it, but the guys in the PA had to literally dig out but that's, weeds. So that's, that's just, an advantage to the smaller craft. I mean, they have their disadvantages right. as well, but you can kind of pick and choose what, what battle you want to fight with those. That's right. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Joe Mack on YouTube said he's starting his keto tonight. He wants to get back in there. He wants in there. Cheeto. It's Cheeto. My Cheeto, my Cheeto diet. Cheeto diet. <laughs> that's the new one. That's 2023. That's all the, that's all the rage on the wrist. Uh, okay, here's the big one. Let's get into it. We've been going over an hour. It doesn't seem like we've been going that long. But here, here's the big one. Here's the big one. <laughs> Permitted fishing locations. Launch points. Launch points. That's what we're talking about. Launch points. Yes, we're coming, queen. We're coming with launch points. Designated launch points. Assign launches. I think it's I a think, good thing. What do y'all think? 
this might have more differing opinions than the practice period. I think a lot of people do not like it. A lot of people love it. Yeah. Paddle kayaks hate it. Everyone else loves it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, really, that's just a slap in the face to everyone that, you know, has a smaller lightweight kayak that they can drag, you know, three, 400 yards that weighs nothing and throw into some water. And that was an advantage they have. And now it's really not. Uh, but, but I, I like I, it. I think we really saw it highlighted in the past, in the last month or so of the season when everything, you know, obviously came to a head with the, the Pickwick event and, and whatever. When you have somebody that's that's fishing 20-some-odd miles away yeah. from the actual lake, like, at that yeah. point, you have now crossed the barrier. Like, this has to be addressed. Like, you're, you're not fishing, you know, a little offshoot creek or whatever that's, you know, 200 yards behind a, a laydown or whatnot. You're fishing literally an entire different waterway, body of water, ecosystem, and everybody else. Like, yeah. I think that's what really drove – the the eye-opening experience like okay like this is too far and think about uh, leading up to the event again going back to the tournament director making their life just a little bit easier i don't know how many times we've heard aj you know mention that the request he gets of can i can i put in here can i put it at this ditch can i put it at this roadside is this Mm -hmm. can i park here and then the anglers themselves seeing those things and complaining and saying hey this isn't really a public launch this isn't readily accessible for all of us it's such a nightmare to decipher what's kosher and what's gray area. So it eliminates all that, even though it may give us a few less options to kind of be crafty with our kayaks. Yeah. This one, this one's interesting. I mean, for me, I'm a guy that likes to be as far away from a bank as possible. So it really doesn't affect me all that much, but I can see for guys that like to get in backwaters, like to get up creeks and such, this is going to be, it's going to add a different factor to it. And one that takes kind of the hunt out of the practice in terms of finding those spots, but also, I think it's going to make a lot of races for people to like beat each other to spots, especially if you find something, a place that is one, maybe two people can fish it. I mean, you might have, you might see four or five guys that are trying to beat each other to that one spot and almost yeah. like King of the Hill type of deal. More fights. I like it. Oh, about them ratings. <laughs> Jeremy Hughes gets all the spots kayak out of my way. Cause there's 30 guys waiting at the ramp to launch. Yeah. It's about to look that, like Ryan. That's gonna be, honestly, that's going to be another another interesting part there. The people that launch on time, how crowded it's going to be on yeah. those ramps. Like I suggest everybody come in about eight eight thirty. Everything's cleared <laughs> be, out. Yeah, let the traffic get away and, and just <laughs> it's go, go get some breakfast. Yeah, that's right. Those, uh, you, those creeks are going to look like uh, you in Sweden, Ryan. I'm blast off. Buddy, that was the time. Right I, I, listen, <laughs> Steve Fields hypes the shotgun start stuff up all the time. I'm all about that. Give me the first three minutes of the day right there. I'm done after that. But the first three minutes, I'm all in on that one. You, you sort of, you, we're sort of going to have them just in little tiny shotgun starts at each ramp. Yeah, uh, pretty much. The, you know, we had Vinny on uh, the TD show talking about what might come down the pipe with changes, and they've been doing it for a while at Queen City, and they said it's gone great over there. I mean, it's a pretty vast list that they have for each leg. It's not like it's five launches. Um, yeah. And if I understand right, AJ, Steve, you guys are including pay launches. It's not just like core ramps. I mean, it's a, a So throw, throw that comment you had back up of Van Tines. This one? Yeah. So 
the the reason the boundaries don't make more sense is because the boundaries you still don't know if someone's launching legally or not like that's Mm -hmm. that's where that falls back on the td and there's all these complaints and questions is this a public launch did they throw it over the side of a bridge you know is this private property that they launched on and drug across like that doesn't solve anything on the td side so that's the reason that official public launches make more sense. Well, uh, if you feel like it monopolizes pedal drives, then that's, I mean, that's the point of having a pedal drive, right? I mean, that's, that's I don't think, the reason you get one. I think it'll still be a ton of accessible ramps, just not oh, anything yeah. wild and crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, well, and, and another, another aspect to Van Tine's comment is when you start drawing lines on an image of a map, where does that line actually cross? I mean, you know, you start drawing lines. Where is that line in real life on the water? Mm -hmm. You've drawn a line on a map, but when you are there physically, where is that line in real life on this Creek, on that Creek, on the next Creek, on the next spot, you know, where are those imaginary lines? And there's no way to really discern, you know, Am I on the line or not? You know, so that that gets impossible. And the way our Tourney X app works is if you submit it on the right side of the line, then nobody knows any different, right? You you could submit (laughs) five fish at that bridge and you caught them 600 yards up. Like that that doesn't really solve anything. Well, I mean, it depends if you have your location data on your phone, like your camera like I do. If you take them in the Tourney X app, that's where you can pull the data from. If you take it, if you take it on your phone's photo app, then the Tourney X has no ability to pull data from that. Yep, that is true. That is true. I was trying to find an example for what Jay just said about the lines because the All American Series, for instance, they have a Roadrunner up in Wisconsin or Minnesota, I think, and there's a radius drawn, and somebody blew it up. They blew up the radius, and it literally cuts through half a lake. (laughs) It was like an acre of lake. Yeah, you we better start be on drawing right, lines. You better be on the right side of the law, my boy. Yeah, you start drawing lines, <laughs> man. That's 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 trouble. Um, and and earlier we talked about the the off limits periods, and this is the rule that I think mitigates the off limits periods a little bit, uh, because yeah. most of that time people are looking for hidden ramps, or way off the beaten path tributaries or creeks or whatever. I would say. So they can still drive around all the different ramps and still fish for seven days, but it's not like you're going to have people finding fish in a barrel up in some Creek way off. You know, they're not, if the, if the tournament is supposed to be on Sam Rayburn Lake, then by God, with this rule, everybody's going to actually have to stick their foot in Sam Rayburn Lake at some point before yeah. they, they start fishing. Yeah. I don't know too many guys that are going 30 miles up a Creek. If they're launching from the main lake ramp. No, right. that's and, the trick. And, yeah. Access it from them. And that's been the, my whole thing from the beginning, access it from the main lake, at least launch on the correct body of water and then go get lost after that. But sure. And, and what do y'all think about everybody that says, well, you're missing the essence of kayak fishing, the kayak fishing. We're supposed to backpack that kayak through the wilderness and drop it in off the side of a mountain. I mean, well, I say go do that outside of a tournament. That's right. There's two different <laughs> yeah. things going on here. There's competitive fishing out of kayaks. And then there's kayak fishing where you go do all the things that, you know, we think of there's two different things going on here. This is competitive fishing out of kayaks where you try to have as level playing field as possible. And that's the difference. That's it. Perfect. Perfectly stated, Jay. 
Uh, I've got some comments start I want to throw in here. Oh, this this was one I saw earlier that I've saved uh, from Dusty. It's being reminded to check in from a fellow competitor breaking the no talk rule. No. 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 There you go. Uh, Josh Hawks on YouTube, are you allowed to give another angular bait during the tournament under the new rules? I would say that's a no. That's out no. information. <laughs> Yeah. I know it's kind of interesting because, I mean, I was talking to my buddy about that because say you, you know, all of a sudden you're, everyone knows like you get a bite on something, all of a sudden that's the go-to lure and you're like, why do I not have 100 black and blue Cinco's? I don't know that I need a black and blue Cinco. And it's like, what do you do at that point in time? Because it's the store. Run to the store, my boy. <laughs> oh, man. That's when you look Francis Tran in the eye and just kind of look at him and he knows and just, he just drops a <laughs> bag in the drops. water. <laughs> Rattles off, never says a word. DoorDash. DoorDash, <laughs> Luck. I, I, I encourage you to download it. You can DoorDash that stuff, bro. Pat, I, I guess you could cast a broken one. Roll. Yeah, you could t- hook a broken one on there and cast it into someone's kayak and just look at him <laughs> ever so softly. With a piece of paper with a question <laughs> mark. Yeah. $5 bill on it. The, loop, the loopholes coming in that rule are going to oh, be boy. outrageous. Uh, this was a comment from earlier. Bobby Tinker said, would a cut of the field on day two help with those big numbers if it's a smaller lake? Um, that may be down the – you know, like I said, we're just kind of touching on things now, and these these are rules are fluid from uh, year to year. That could help down I, the road. I don't know. I see a lot of the field cut themselves. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I'm one of those guys. Literally, I'm one of those guys. Luke. <laughs> I've, I've well, seen was... guys go home. They they skunk out on day one. They're like, "Get yeah, I'm out." It's either that or they're like, "I'm throwing big baits only." And then five minutes into the day, they're throwing dead rigs. Yeah. When it was <laughs> when it was just the top 100, I think a lot of guys felt like they weren't getting any AY anyway if they were down after day one. But with that extending to the top 200, that may be more incentive to kind of hang out. I agree. And I, they're, they're probably going to say, you know, again, looking at the, the local municipal, you know, they're going to want the anglers to stay the full length of the event. Hey, I just want to address a question from Cliff Allen. He said, Jay, are you a pro? And I just want to say, compared to you, yeah. <laughs> hey! uh, uh, <laughs> I just- <laughs> where did we where did we go Damn. i'm just saying i saw it I, you know i didn't see that comment was that on facebook or youtube star that i, comment. I saw it jay <laughs> it wasn't it went on none of them that was three years ago <laughs> jay been waiting on that one boy hey just saw this comment pop up on my screen gotcha boy that was on uh that was youtube yeah and somebody already said with with uh 200 200 people getting aoi points ain't gonna be no cut down so that's true that's true that's true that's true um anything else we need to go over guys i know we've been going at it a long time here on a on a monday night did you see jim's comment on drug tests (laughs) jim clark doctor dr jim clark who doesn't kayak fish anymore (laughs) wants mandatory drug tests for kayak fishing Mm -hmm. can i ask why (laughs) if you're taking ped so you can pedal hard i don't know i don't know what the logic behind that hey you gotta you gotta win that race to the creek right on steroids somebody up on plane on the PA fourteen. We're gonna test them. Hey, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name names because I don't I only we don't we speak facts here. We don't say stuff that's not true. So I won't name names. But I've been informed that there's quite a few folks that are 
that are pretty wasted before they hit the water on tournament morning. So no. not, <laughs> yeah, not from alcohol, but like they're blazed, they're blazing in the vehicle before they hit the water or maybe on the water. So Listen, maybe that's why, maybe I, that's why know, he wants I it. think you should check people's dopamine levels. Like how happy yeah. are you when you're out there? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Why you what are you so happy about? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's 45 Tell degrees us. this morning. <laughs> I'm gonna do like the uh, the cornholes. The cornhole tournament guys are taking uh, that ADD medicine. What is, what's that stuff called to be Adderall. able to lock in and focus? Adderall, yeah, to focus. We'll take some Adderall yeah. to focus during the tournament. Yeah. Steve yeah. Steve wants a summary of the number one rule that should be reconsidered. It's off limits days. It's the practice period. That's the three day practice, Steve. That's what should be reconsidered. Uh, would this entire panel agree with that? Yeah, I think so. I like the off limit days. I don't like the practice period. Everybody in the comments, let's see your votes. What's the number one thing you'd like to see reconsidered, if anything? Comments won't I, fix this, though. I want to say thank you, Steve, for asking that question. Yeah. you got to love Steve. You have Everybody to. Everybody loves Steve. That's, the dark that's pretty cool to ask, anyway. Yeah. Oh, there's one thing we didn't even talk about. Man, where did <laughs> oh, that comment go? Jordan's comment. Can we have a moment of silence the for pizza. the pizza? <laughs> that was on my notes, too. No more pizza party. <laughs> what happened to the pizza? I some pizza. I'll be damned. What happened to maybe, the maybe maybe KBN should sponsor the pizza before the events. Bring it back. Maybe KBN should get a pizza sponsor. We'll bring one pizza and then hey. whoever fights for the slices. To, I vote for Hunt that. Brothers, buddy. <laughs> That's if you can't get it from a gas station, I don't want it. We'll bring hot pockets. Hot, hot brothers. Hot pockets. Yeah, find Jeff for your hot pocket. Hot pockets for all. <laughs> bring your own microwave. Uh Bush Light. No, this isn't Billy Badden's show. We're not bringing on Bush Light. Uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows if we end up with a beer sponsor? We'll definitely support the, the captain's music with that if that happens, if that, if that goes down. Uh, things are getting out of control in the comments. I'm not I'm seeing a up. lot of 232 comments there. <laughs> Keith two, Martin three, may have just. Uh, that's a great idea, I think. 232, two, two, man. Steve. 223? Two, Johnny Maddox that, is going with the full court 223. Two, Oh my God! We get is that like a triangle press or something? Yeah, yeah. one five, one five, one. Yeah, it's two extra guys on the court. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's too too many. <laughs> Whatever, man. Yeah, great show, y'all. Hey, let's get this. You know, in uh, gladiator form, like they do on the movie. Thumbs up or thumbs down overall for the changes? Thumbs up. I mean, thumbs anytime up. they're listening to you and and you know. Taking in feedback and trying to address the growth of the series, I think, is a great thing. So, overall, I, thanks for listening. I do appreciate the tournament directors working together to try to get some uniformity because it, it is tricky to bounce back and forth with so many different rules. If they could do that with the tail rule, be perfect. Agreed. I dig it. Good stuff. It's going to be a good year. We're, we're It's up on us, man. It's middle of January. It's Let's go. Coming like a freight train. Ryan, anything else we need to touch on before we wrap it up? With the, let everybody go to bed? I think we covered everything and more. Should we uh, see that video Thursday, one more time? Thursday registration here, Shane. Oh, yeah. Already oh, in, Shane. What? I'm already in. The VIPs. I don't want to hear from you what? VIPs. Jay, can oh, you yeah. forward me your VIP code so I can get no, in? No, because then we both get DQ'd. And that's no real. shit. Is that yeah, in the no rules? Yeah, Why is that not real, in man. yellow? That's is that there? That's real. That's real. Yeah. This is right. this if is, I give this is code, a real clown show out you, here. I'll yeah, <laughs> you get DQ'd and I get DQ'd. There's I, no more favoritism in kayak fishing. No, sir, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
Damn. Damn it. How am I supposed to get rules changed the day before the tournament? Hey, and if y'all weren't on it, if y'all weren't on at the beginning of this, be sure to stay tuned here at the end. I'm going to drop that clip one more time for those that didn't see, get, didn't get to see the uh, Allen brother grooving. So. The transmission. And, uh, transmission. Even though you can't speak to your, uh, your fellow competitors, you can still bring binoculars. <laughs> Nothing against looking. Can always look. <laughs> you can look. Keep the kids out the street. Yeah. You can't talk right, or talk, but you can sure look. Appreciate you guys taking the time. We're going to wrap it up. We're gone. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See you,